The Naked DJs Podcast. Are they really naked? We know they expose themselves every day just so they can bring you the best of music. They like to stick it out there for everyone to hear. You can hear their podcast on Anchor.fm, YouTube, and any of your favorite podcast platforms. Welcome to the Living the Dream Podcast with Curveball. If you believe, you can achieve. Welcome to the Living the Dream with Curveball podcast, a show where I interview guests that teach, motivate, and inspire. Today, I am joined by Mr. Marketing. He is Mark Newsom. Mark is a small business cash generating specialist. He specializes in helping small business owners uncover secretly hidden profit centers. So we're going to be talking about how small businesses can get cash from sources they didn't know that it existed. Mark, thank you so much for joining me today. Curtis, it's my pleasure. Thank you, my friend, for allowing me to be one of your guests. Well, why don't you start off by giving everybody a little bit of background about yourself? I'll be glad to do that. Ladies and gentlemen, let me condense it down. The short of it is the early part of my life, I spent like maybe some of you are doing, and there's nothing wrong with that working hard for other people, building their dreams. And I actually didn't even realize I was entrepreneurial until I read a salesmanship book back, I was in my early 20s and I was working in this health spa called Gym and Slim in Phoenix, Arizona. And it's either Tempe or Phoenix, I can't remember. But anyway, I think it was Phoenix. But the short of it is, it was by a guy named Tom Hopkins who's legendary in the salesmanship and motivational genre. And it was called How to Sell Anything to Anybody. And that title intrigued me because at the time I was working as a quote unquote, they called a consultant, but we were glorified, Curtis, salespeople. People came into the spa and before we let, before we took them on a tour of the facility, we tried to sell a membership, a high end and work your way down. Long story short, I wasn't very, because I didn't know how to do anything but talk. And that's, you know, that's not really what good salesmanship is about. So the short of it is that book, How to Sell Anything, I Can Sell You Anything by Tom Hopkins. I don't even know if it's still in print. That sort of, would say really, man, catapulted me into sales. And then I thought advertising and marketing were the same thing for years until I got turned on to some of the pros like Jay Abraham and Dan Kennedy and Joe Polish and you know all these men and women who were popular now. They were popular offline first and then you know they gravitated to the internet like the rest of us. But the short of it is about, I'd say my early 30s, I got the bug. I learned how to write really good curiosity-based copy. And that led me into direct response marketing and ultimately, what I really got me going, Curtis, I started writing articles and submitting them, submitting them, pardon me, to different newsletters who were online. Those newsletter people invited me to be one of the speakers at their conferences. And that sort of took me forward to, from there to where I am right now. And I'm still sort of doing the same thing online, but now I'm doing it with guest podcasting, guest blogging, and that sort of thing. So tell us 
you talked about, you learned that that was the difference between marketing and advertising. Tell us what that difference is. Well, for me, here's what I'm saying. I hate to say this, Curtis, but we both know it's true. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm sad to tell you right now in your local market, now I don't know about internationally, but I know in America right now, the time we're going to invest together, local vendors, business people, service providers, small business, mid-sized business owners, they have invested large chunks of money in local primetime television and radio ads. And guess what? Because you and I are engaged here, we're not going to see or hear. But that money's still spent. Well, that's what we call traditional advertising. Marketing, on the other hand, try this. What if you could get in front of a targeted audience that wanted to hear what you had to say and you didn't have to put them in a half Nelson, half half Nelson, that's a wrestling term, to get them there? What do you think your odds are that you'll be able to be more successful in promoting or advertising or marketing, whatever it is you have? Well, that's what we're doing right now. It's called guest podcasting. Curtis has this fabulous audience. He's the host. I'm the guest. You're here because you're interested. A, you trust Curtis. And B, you're here to find out, well, what is this Mr. Marketing guy about? What does he offer? That's the difference. I'm not reaching in my pocket for a dime. Now, granted, it's costing me my all precious time. But the fact of the matter is, Curtis, when, I, when our session is over, guess what, my friend? I have another guest podcast behind me. And I had one yesterday. Now, what if I had to pay for all of this, like what, promotion and exposure? Well, that's advertising. You and I want to become astute marketers. And in my opinion, Curtis, that's the difference. Well, tell us, speaking of marketing, what are the most common marketing and promotional mistakes that you see small businesses make? Oh, my goodness, my friend. Ladies and gentlemen, first of all, I did not know he was going to ask that phenomenal question. But let me just put this out. I have a 50-page special report called The 10 Most Common Marketing Mistakes Small Business Owners Make and How to Correct Them. Now, I said that not so much to be promotional as to say, those 10 concepts that I cover in the book or PDF are the tip of the iceberg. But let me give you a couple specifically, Curtis. Now, Curtis, I want you to help me out. I want you to be my consumer for a minute in this example. And I'm going to show people. And I, I, I'd be willing to bet if we were on screen, meaning you know, the audience, you'd get 90, 98 to 99% of the people nodding their head. Now, you tell me this. How does this sound? I got a local local corner store, and every few days you stop in, and you know we, we chop it up a little bit. We're both big sports fans, and so we always got some something to talk about. You know, COVID, politics, women, whatever. We always have something to chop it up about. But let's say you come in, you normally get a large coffee and two bagels, and maybe something else. Put your money down. I take your money, give you your change, and you pretty much go about your way. That sounds about average, right? Right. Right. That's the problem. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're running any type of retail store or service, you should always have two mechanisms working for you. The first one we call an upsell. Some people call it an add-on sale. Some people call it bump. Here's the way bumps work. 
Curtis walks into McDonald's. I'm the cashier. And he says, I'll have the strawberry shake and the quarter pounder with cheese. Because I've been trained, I come back and say, sir, would you like fries with that? Now, who hasn't had that happen to them in a McDonald's or some fast food restaurant, Curtis, correct? They do it all the time. All the time. I didn't ask you for fries. That's right. And I say, would you like something? Now, do you know what happens? 10 to 40% of McDonald's worldwide customer base will say yes. Now, McDonald's didn't have to go on television an additional time, did they? Nope. They didn't have to spend hundreds of thousands or millions of dollars promoting fries or apple pie because they just asked you a simple six, six word question. Would you like fries with that? Now, let me show you what happened because McDonald's never sits on their laurels and neither should you and I. The late, great Ray Kroc was quoted as saying, you must stay green in business or you begin to rot." So their, their marketing guru and guruettes got together, Curtis, and this is what they came up with. They said, how can we upsell our upset? Now here's what McDonald's trained cashiers all over the world say. When you and I, when they ask us that question, would you like fries with that? And we say, yes, they say, supersize you. Now they've just taken you and I to the highest level of the French fry product. Either that or they'll say... Either that or they'll say, it'll be cheaper to get the meal instead of just a quarter pounder in the shake. Exactly. Say that built-in additional cost to get you and I to upsell, they've eliminated all that advertising, people. And that means higher profitability, higher demand for stock, bigger bonuses for the echelon of the company. Now, you and I don't have to think on that kind of scale. Here's what you and I should be doing as small business owners, you have what we call a bounce, extremely time sensitive bounce back offer. What the heck is that, Mark? You give them a little card, you put a date, 10 days out, not 10 business days. You look on the calendar, 10 days out, and you say, when you return with this card, now follow psychology here, you give them a low, pardon me, discount. Say, you get 10% off on your first $40. Now follow this. However, just for dragging a friend who's at least 18 back with you, you automatically get something higher, 25, 30%, whatever makes sense. And your guests, they get what's called an OTO. What the heck is that, Mark? A one-time only offer, meaning before they leave the store, if they join your email list, say, I don't have email, we're going to get to that. They join your email list or they do something. But before they leave store, you give them an ethical bribe too. Now, this is going to lead into a very powerful concept, ladies and gentlemen. When you get off here, don't do it now. When you get off here, I want you to go Google this and go to YouTube and watch some videos on lifetime customer value or what some people call total customer value. Because when you understand that concept, that tells you mathematically what you actually can afford to pay to get me and Curtis to become customers or anybody else. Like, let's take a hairdresser. How many times do the women show up per month? And then how many months do they stay on average? You'll find they're going to stay anywhere from three to five years. Now, everything they make on them isn't profit. But what we take is the gross profit they make over that amount of time. Well, you could easily give away a free trimming, 
or rinse and trimming or haircut cost, the first haircut at cost or, you know, styling just to get them in the seat. In fact, let me, let me give you a powerful strategy, ladies and gentlemen. Curtis, before I go any further, is it okay if I share with your audience the magic question? Go right ahead. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're in business, you have vendors that you already have established relationships with, which means you're leaving money on the table and it's Curtis and my job to prevent that from happening going forward. Let me share with you the magic question. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna do it right now live with Curtis. He does not know what I'm gonna say, and we're gonna see if this Mr. Marketing guy really has the goods. This is the magic question. Curtis says, "Is it okay if I periodically send you new, in your case, listeners to your podcast?" Absolutely. There you go. And by the same token, as long as it doesn't take away from anything you're doing right now, currently, Curtis, or will be doing in the immediate future. Are you okay with periodically returning the favor? Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, you may not realize, but here's what Curtis is really saying. Mark, not only do you have access to the incredibly powerful resources, assets, connections, contacts I have right now, but the ones I'm going to have in the future that are 10 times better. The door of opportunity has just swung wide open. I want you to make it your business going forward. Once a week, you are to ask one of your vendors the magic question, such and such, is it okay if I periodically refer, refer you to business, provided you get a yes, and as long as you don't do this with complete strangers, 95 to 98% of the time on the front end, that front end question, you're gonna get an emphatic yes. And then you immediately flip and say by the same token, as long as it doesn't take away from anything you're currently doing or will have doing, will have going in the future, are you okay with periodically returning a favor? And 95 to 98% of the time, you should get a yes. Now, for those of you who are perfectionists who say, well, what about the 2%? Forget them and move on. That's my best advice. If they don't want your help bringing them new customers, you don't put them in a house, Nelson, trying to convince them. If you get nine out of 10, you're, you're, you're gonna be busy enough. Now, here's the second part of that. Let's say Curtis has a business where he does some mailing. He mails products out to some of his customers. He should have a market testing. What I mean by that is he's going to put different offers in there, different percentages of different time expiration dates, but they all have to be extremely time sensitive. It's not open-ended, meaning the customer can do this whenever they want. So you give them a seven to 14-day window. And you see if more people move for seven or more people move for 14. Now, here's the point. Curtis puts that extremely time-sensitive offer in every order that goes out to a paying customer, no matter how much they spent, no matter how little they spent. Because some of those people, just like when you say, would you like fries with that or apple pie or be cheaper to get the, the meal, some of them will take advantage. Now, Curtis, let me share something that's just, boy, remiss if I don't cover this. Ladies and gentlemen, entrepreneur, please stop treating your business or service like a one-night sale. What do you mean, Mark? I mean, you get a customer, you drop them like it's hot to chase the next customer. You're leaving a ton of money. 
Curtis, if you got Curtis in the door, he spent $100. You don't realize that he could be worth to you five to $10,000 over the next five to seven year period, whatever the lifetime value his customer metrics are. And you say, well, is he really going to spend that much money? No, he may not personally spend it. But when he goes back to his encircled influence, bragging about the outstanding customer service he got from you, when the one time you dropped the ball and you picked it up and immediately made it right, he's going to tell that story over and over and over and over and over and over and over again, which beats advertising. And he's, he's going to refer. He may give you a written or video testimonial. He's worth a lot of value, but you drop him to go romance new first-time customer. And your biggest expense for the typical small business owner, mid-sized business owner or service provider is your front end cost to get him or me or her. So what I'm telling you is when you get that customer, you start working at what we call the back end, all those potential additional sales. And that's why you give Curtis and me an ethical bribe, that card, that bounce back offer that says, when we come back, we get X, a small amount, which ain't, isn't very sexy, but simply for dragging a friend who's at least 18, you'll do more for us. Why? Because you know the lifetime value of your customer. You have a general idea. It doesn't have to be you know, down to the penny. The, the more accurate you can make it, the better. But this one marketing state, Curtis, I see all the time. People treating their business or service like a one-night stand. Well, let's talk about what businesses can do to flip their clothes out or their inventory that's going to be coming off the shelf. You know, it's not going to be sold anymore. What's one of the tips that you can give them to make it into a profit or use it as a marketing strategy? Boy, I am. Here's what you need to do. Now, first of all, let's think about what Curtis just said, because he really opened the door to a whole new train of thought, if you follow me. Here's what you've been doing, Sadly, I'm just, let's say Curtis owns a, excuse me, let's say I own a retail appliance store. And this particular product, we decided this home, inter, home deluxe home entertainment system just is cut, and we got to get rid of it. So we dramatically lower the price to move it out of the store, and we do. But all we get is that one-time little surge of people coming in. Here's how you flip that and make it work for you. Let's say we have five of these. It doesn't matter what the number is, concept. We sell off four, but guess what we do with that last one? We offer a free drawing. Now, why the heck would we do that? Because we want to capture your contact information so that I don't have, you or I don't have to send outrageously expensive postcards. Because you know what happens every time you mail out a postcard, regardless of whether you do business or not, you pay for postage, you pay for typeset. You add those costs up, costs, pardon me, over a year. And that's why you're barely getting by and you can't give yourself a raise and you haven't been able to afford a vacation or a new car or a car payment or a leasing a better apartment or, you know, paying on a mortgage because costs are sucking your gross profit. You say, okay, Mark, well, all right, we, we offer this free drawing, then what? Well, first of all, you got one grand prize winner, right? Yeah. Let's say a thousand people in 90 days into your drawing. 
or let, no, let's say six months. So it doesn't sound so over the top. Six months, people come through the store. You offer this as a pre-drawing. You put a sign in your store, four-way sign, so large, music legend Stevie Wonder can't miss it. Free drawing. When this home entertainment deluxe system originally, meaning when it first went on sale, what first went on sale on your floor, it was a $6,500 value. One guaranteed winner. And then you put the end of it. But instead of the two ways, if you don't have email yet, unfortunately, you're going to have to use postcards. But there's a simple way you could start using a reputable email auto service provider who just started a new feature where you can set up your account for free and they don't charge you a dime until you reach 500 subscribers. Then if you want to keep the account active, you can pay. I could give you the details later if you want, but here's a get the strategy. You're collecting email addresses. Now at the end of the designated time, 90 days, six months, year, whatever it is, you announce to everybody on the list you put congratulations in the subject line. Ex- congratulations, exclamation point. That should get them to open. You say, dear value subscriber, it will have a space if you want to put the name. So, dear Curtis, unfortunately, you weren't this period's grand, first grand prize winner. However, you know, you tell them that went to, you know, Betty Smith. You have won an incredibly valuable, extremely time sensitive second grand prize worth X. What is it? You save 10% off on $100, up to $100, but simply for dragging a friend who's at least 18, we'll give you 40% off up to $1,500. And provided your friend joins our list before they leave the store, if they're, if they're not already a subscriber, they can save 30% off up to 1000 Now, Curtis is motivated now to drag a friend, go text a couple of his boys and one of them say, I'm in, boom. Now you've taken that one time sales event or marketing event, promotional event, whatever you want to call it. And now you're turning it into a perpetual cash machine. Now, some of those thousand or whatever the X number, they're going to unsubscribe. That's fine. It's the ones who stay who are going to put the most money in your pocket and that's who you focus on. Now, guess what else the owner of that appliance store can do? They can send you an email and say, dear value friend, I don't even know if this applies to you, but my good buddy over at Benny's Furniture Store, he's given a private sale and he's allowing me to give you an exclusive discount of X, but you gotta go to the store before this date and you have to drag a friend who's at least 18 to be eligible. Now, the deal with the furniture concern is they say for every customer, I mean, excuse me, for the gross amount of business you send us, Mark, we can give you a special affiliate ID number that they, they simply show on their phone or just print it out and bring it in. We can give you X, 25%. Because remember, that's their front end. They're going to make all their money on the back end, additional sales, testimonials, blah, 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 blah. So they're willing to give you and I this money up front to keep from spending an outrageous fortune on traditional advertising. Let's talk about delivery stores. What can they do to increase their front end or back end gross profit that 
maybe even their competition knows nothing about? Great question. Now, let me show you something. Now, you say delivery. Give me an example so I know exactly what you're talking about because I got a specific example. Maybe like pizza place or a restaurant, stuff like oh, that. Man. I'm glad you said pizza. Follow this, Curtis. I want, Curtis, do you, do you binge out anytime ever on Hulu or Netflix? I do not because I okay. spend my time binging out on doing these interviews with great people like you. <laughs> well, okay. So we'll say it's me. Ladies and gentlemen, follow this because I know there are people in the audience going to be able to relate to it. It's a hot Saturday afternoon and you, you there you are in the middle of this series you've been watching on Hulu or Netflix or whatever your thing is. And you decide, you know what? I want some breaks. And you don't want the, the national chain. There's this local place that you know, eat those wings with that special sauce, whatever it is, you're gonna have heartburn. But you're like, you know what? I don't care. These, these wings are smoking hot. I'm just wing. So you order. 15 minutes later, the doorbell rings and it knocks the door. You open the door. There's a professional driver standing there. They reconfirm your order. Yes. They hand you your order. You hand them the money, possibly a tip. The door closes, you go back to what you're doing, they go on to the next one. Ladies and gentlemen, how many times in America alone do you think that happens every day? I say a lot. Here's how that local pizza or Jamaican restaurant, Chinese restaurant, Mexican restaurant, or all of the above, this is how they add additional, or what I like to say, unlock additional revenue out of their business. And by the way, we're going to get to that, ladies and gentlemen. Don't worry. I got a really cool example for you. But to answer Curtis's question, to give you some concrete meat, what do you think? Let's say Curtis ordered this stuff and you tell me what's going to happen. Curtis opens the door. There's a professional driver standing there. They reconfirm his order. He, he hands him a little tip, thanks him. And on top of the box, taped to the box, is an envelope that's sealed. Now get this headline, Curtis, in parentheses, in red, big red bold print, music legend Stevie Wonder couldn't miss. It says, you, Y-O-U, definitely deserve this exclamation point. Ladies and gentlemen, how long do you think it's gonna take Curtis or anybody else to rip that envelope open? Exactly. Now it's gonna have at least three things, maybe two to start off with. One an extremely time sensitive bounce back offer from the pizza place. Meaning Curtis orders within 10 days, and, you know, you get a free soda, you get free delivery, you get blah, 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 some kind of incentive for him hopefully to come back to the pizza place. But B, the envelope is gonna have an M, which is for males, or a W for women, meaning whoever pays, that's who the envelope is gonna, that's the, the envelope they get. So in this case of Curtis, a gentleman, there's going to be an extremely time-sensitive discount coupon to the retail appliance center and a bounce-back coupon from my pizza place. That's just the start. Curtis goes to that retail appliance space and spends money. And remember, it's going to tell him, A, to enter their free drawing for a chance to win a $7,500 home, home, deluxe home entertainment system, whatever that entails. Hopefully that's sexy enough that Curtis is going to be say, ooh, you know, I better get in on this. And for him to, you know, bring a friend, drag a friend with him. Now, all the deliveries that that delivery company does at the end of the month, 
every customer came through the doors and directed that coupon because on the back it's going to have the vendors, the company's name, and who the driver is. And they print. All the retail appliance centers is just going to do is tabulate the sales if there are any, and it's agreed upon. They're going to give the pizza place owner twenty five percent or you know thirty percent, whatever it is. But the point is now they might make more doing this strategy on the back end than they're making from delivering the pizzas. That's what I'm trying to get you to see so that follow this. Let's suppose I'm the retail appliance center and I've, Curtis is the pizza place owner, and he and I go into to this arrangement. First thing I'm going to do is I'm going to say, Curtis, do you have a tablet? Curtis, do you have a tablet right now? I got two. Okay. I'm going to say to Curtis, Curtis, I want you to take a look at these state-of-the-art tablets. These just hit the market. Matter of fact, the general public doesn't even know about these. Yet. Curtis looks and says, oh, man, that was right there for $1,200. That's hot. I said, well, you know what my hard cost is for that? And he's like, no, I said $400. He's like, really? You got that much markup in this stuff? Yeah. I said, I'll tell you what. Every, you and everybody that works for you full or part-time, I will set aside X number of these at my cost. You tell them no. They can come in and pick it up anytime they want. But if they come alone, then I'm only going to let them have $200 off if they want. Simply for dragging a friend, I'll let them have it at my cost of $400. Curtis <laughs> is like that. So he tells us all those people, now, what do I have working for me that my major competitors don't? Powerful word of mouth. Curtis is bragging like crazy to friends, family, neighbors. Yo, look at this new tablet. It ain't even in the market yet. They're like, oh, Curtis, you get that. I hand Curtis 50 of my extremely time-sensitive discount coupons. I give them every... Every driver, every worker that wants in on this, here's what I tell them. Every person that turns into a, a customer from these leads, the first 25, I'll pay you $100 each. As soon as you hit number 26, it doubles to 200 bucks. It's possible the driver could make more money doing this on the side than he or she makes per hour driving. Ladies and gentlemen, I hope you see this because think about it. You say, well, wait a minute, Mark, why would they do that? Because if I don't do it, two blocks from where Curtis's house is, there's a billboard. And I'm paying $40,000 a month for that. I, I call it the alligator because all it's doing is eating money. Unless there's a hot babe on a car, most guys drive past that thing and they don't even see it. And yet here I am throwing out $40,000 or $25,000 or $100,000. You know, in New York City, it might be $150,000 a month. The point being, why waste that kind of money when I could put it back into my marketing and promoting and get my audience, my ideal customers, and my ideal prospects to do powerful word of mouth? Because remember, these people all have relatives, neighbors, friends. They're going to yak it up. And Curtis, we go by the metric of everybody. People who are not even popular know at least 25 people. Of those 25, about 30% are primed to become customers right now of us or our competitors. And, excuse me. And another 20% down the road, say within the next six months or less. This is a, ladies and gentlemen, any small business that delivers, that is not using this strategy, 
that's the equivalent of in the winter time when it's super cold, you got your window open. Open, pardon me, with the heat turned up. You're just losing money. Let's talk about any upcoming uh, current projects that you're working on that people need to know about. Oh my goodness. Ladies and gentlemen, there are several, but I'm gonna share a website with you. This is not for everybody. You'll know who you are when you go to the website. It's, you know, the www, inside, oh, this is all one word, insidemarketingsecretsrevealed.com. Let me repeat that, all one word, insidemarketingsecretsrevealed.com. That particular project right there could be a potential game changer for you. Go ahead and throw out your contact information so people can connect with you and get in touch with you. Oh, my goodness. Ladies and gentlemen, if you like what you heard and you want to hang out what I call my house, my blog, it's you, Y-O-U, canmarketonlinenow.com. That's a mouthful, so let me repeat it. No, don't skip any spaces, no hyphens. All one phrase. You can market onlinenow.com. Do me a favor and do not forget the now. My brother always forgets the now and says, hey man, something's wrong with your website. I'm like, dude, you didn't put the now at the end. He's like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's you can market onlinenow.com. That's where my blog is. There's a ton of, I like to call, I like to say, am the Tiffany's of information at the Walmart prices, meaning they're just a blog post alone. If you're a serious profit-seeking entrepreneur, there's more than enough time value there. So please, by all means, go check it out. How can we connect with you on social media? Well, the main place, ladies and gentlemen, is LinkedIn, Ask Mark Newsom, LinkedIn.com, Ask Mark Newsom, and Twitter.com slash coach coach, I'm sorry, to coach, and that's the number two, coach to coach guy, twitter.com slash coach to coach guy. Either or, I, but I love LinkedIn because LinkedIn is specifically for the players, business, you and I, entrepreneurs, prophecy. Well, give us some final thoughts before we close it out. Well, ladies and gentlemen, one other thought. I don't care if you're on or offline, start rocking email because it's going to save you a ton of money. It's going to free up your time. Let's say you only have 200 people on your list. I don't say that you know, to be tongue in cheek like that is small. What I'm saying is how long would it take you and I to try to contact 200 people? Whereas you can write an email, push send, not that all 200 would open, but they'll all get it. And whatever percentage opens it, that's leverage. And as a final thought, let me share this. Ladies and gentlemen, think of a first time visitor to your website or your proposition as a first date. Would you propose marriage on the first date? And if somebody did that to you, would you take them seriously? So what that means is try to have some type of targeted, specific, problem-solving giveaway. If you're an e-commerce site, offer some kind of discount coupon. 
so that they don't leave without doing something because 99.9% of the people that come to our site the first time, they are not in the buying mindset. So don't try to drive cold traffic from Google or Facebook to a sales page. Try to get them to take advantage of your free offer so you can collect their email address. In other words, have a first date and go for me. That's a much better proven business model than trying to play the numbers of, you wanna buy this, you wanna buy this, you wanna buy this, you wanna buy this, you gonna start. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Marketing, Mark Newsom. Mark, I'd like to thank you so much for joining me today. It's been my pleasure, my friend. Thank you for having me. I would also like to ask my listeners to follow, rate, review, share this episode to as many people as possible after listening, especially entrepreneurs, Android listeners. Go to the Google Play Store and download the Living the Dream with Curveball podcast app. Until next time, keep living the dream. For more information on the Living the Dream podcast, visit www.djcurveball.com. Until next time, stay focused on living the dream. dream.